Arizona Boomer Radio brings you Straight Down the Middle, Arizona's only Internet golf show. Straight Down the Middle is produced by the Boomer and the Baby Incorporated in partnership with GolfMix.com. GolfMix is your place to read course reviews written by recreational golfers just like you. Learn about the course you're going to play. Check out Golf Mix before your next round. Now it's time to hit it straight down the middle. Four. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Then it started to hook just a wee, wee bit. That's when McCaddy lost sight of it. That little white pellet has never been found to this day. But it went straight down the middle, like they say. Whack down the fairway. It went smack down the fairway. And it started to slice just a smidge off line It headed for two, but it bounced off nine My caddy says, long as you're still in the state, you're okay Cause it went straight down the middle Find a way This is Straight Down the Middle, Arizona's only Internet golf show that I know about anyhow, and we welcome you all to it. Uh, We're here today on uh, Thursday, January 3rd, 2013, first show of the new year, 9 o'clock in Arizona, 12 o'clock on the uh, East Coast, so people happen to be listening to us there, and of course, those early birds over there on the West Coast at 8 o'clock in the morning, my gosh. Well, I'm here with the usual suspects, John Bloom, Kirk Getzinger. Welcome, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Pete. Yep, hey, Pete. Kirk. Yep. Yeah, John, Pete, Happy New Year to you. And uh, on this, uh, which this has to be a lucky day, right? One three thirteen, thirteen thirteen. I mean, uh, you know, if you're playing a course today and the thirteenth hole is a par three, yeah, I'm just thinking, it might be your day, you know. <laughs> That's a great call. I, I, that I is a great call. That. Yeah, 13 is a, a really lucky number in my world, so I'm guessing that something good will happen today, too, or at least I'm hoping. Yeah, like, but, likewise. Well, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it is interesting. Let's see. Uh, do you guys know of any golf courses that have a par 3 13th hole just offhand? I, I do know offhand, Pete, I because of the TPC, the uh, the TPC Champions course is thirteenth uh, hole is a par three. Yeah, and and myself personally, it's been a hole where I've come, I've had a number of near misses there, and maybe I should run over there today and just hit a couple shots. I I don't know, but uh, but it's a, it's a good one. Well, yeah, yeah I go, think go ahead, John. I just think he should take his own advice. I think I think we just lock that in. We know what Kirk's doing after the show. Yeah, exactly. I think what you do, Kirk, is you go over there and you get yourself about three or four, maybe even a dozen golf balls. You stand on the 13th tee, and if one of them goes in, you finish the round from there. <laughs> to me. Well, Pete, uh, that's really optimistic that you're thinking I'd do it within a dozen. I, I mean, I could think a couple, a couple hundred dozen probably and still be out there at dark, but uh, it would be a fun thing to try, that's for sure. Yeah, you'd have to finish that round, though. you got to make sure you get it in before dark. Uh, before old dark thirty, so you could finish the round and make it official, right? There you go. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, talk about official. It's official now. I guess we're going to be doing something, all of us together, on the 23rd out there at TPC. Why don't uh, one of you guys uh, kind of let us, let people know what's going on there? Sure, Pete. Uh, I would say that uh, we're really fired up for uh, for what's going on at TPC Scottsdale on January 23rd. Uh, it's going to be a great day for for everybody who's going to be there uh, and play the golf course. And there are still tee times available. Uh, anytime you want to play that day, uh, you're going to be in this event because we're going to be set up on the 16th hole all day uh, with Aaron Oberholzer from the PGA Tour and also one of our co-founders of Golf Fix. Uh, and then uh, we're going to have uh, TaylorMade on hand as well with a whole bunch of brand-new equipment that they'll be showing off at the uh, PGA show the previous week and that won't be even on the shelves until uh, the following week after the Phoenix Open on February 3rd is when, they, uh, when they'll release uh, the equipment to stores. So uh, we're excited to have uh, partners like TPC Scottsdale, TaylorMade, and also the Waste Management Phoenix Open be a part of this as they'll be providing a bunch of prizes uh, so I'll spell out the, the contest on the course first. Uh, for everybody who plays that day, and if you want to get a tee time, you can go to golfmix.com and look for the Be the Pro or Beat the Pro, uh, and you can uh, sign up. There's a link to, to sign up for a tee time on TPC's website using a, a promo code GOLFMIX, and that will get you uh, uh, quite a discount, actually, from their $299 rack rate, which is normal for that time right before the tournament when you know the golf course is in perfect shape, the stands are all up, uh, and uh, and they're going to do it for 219 uh, that day, uh, and uh, and so you're you're going to play no matter what. Whether you want to go out and play it by yourself, you play as a single, uh, you'll be paired up with people most likely as they're they're looking to sell out that day. It's the last day this, the the course is open before uh, the big boys come and play uh, the Phoenix Open starting the following Monday. So we're talking Wednesday, January 23rd. Then they've got a couple events over the weekend and, and close it down for the uh, tournament. Uh, with practice rounds starting on Monday. So it's going to be a really neat day. Uh, the contest itself will be on the 16th hole. That's the hole that most of us have uh, experienced once in our lives at least, or at least seen it on TV with the craziness that is, ensues, especially on the weekend at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Uh, it won't be as crazy that day, but we'll try to make it as crazy as we can for you with some folks from Golf Mix. And, and having Aaron on the tee box will be a neat experience. You're going to play with a guy who's in the field the following week. He's a great guy. Uh, he'll have fun with you. You get to do it closest to the pin contest uh, with him. If you beat him, uh, you're going to get a prize on the spot. And also the closest to the pin uh, grand prize at the end of the day, whoever it's the closest all day, is going to win a brand-new set of tailor-made Rocket Blades irons, which is uh, the, one of their brand-new uh, sets of equipment that are getting great reviews uh, so far since being released. Uh, and uh, we're excited to, to have a bunch of other prizes, too, for other people who hit a good shot during the day. And we're going to have a whole bunch of tailor-made golf balls to give out to everybody uh, as they come through, or the, at least the people who hit it closer than their partners uh, in their foursome. So that's the on-course contest. Uh, I can let Kirk take you through the uh, the online contest as well for all the people who uh, want to be a part of uh, Be The Pro. Uh, Kirk, you can, uh, you can fill them in on that one. Yeah, I'll tell you, Chad, this is, this is really a neat opportunity for people to get involved with uh, the, the event on the 23rd. If you don't have the chance to be there, you can part, participate there vicariously, if nothing else, uh, through the online contest that we're having. Uh, for everyone to write the review of a golf course on Golf Mix between now and the 23rd, they're going to be entered in a contest to win a set of Rocket Blades irons. 
And I have to tell you, I took a look at the Taylor Made website and the the information about the clubs are up there, and they look really sweet. I mean, they have a little thing they're talking about called the speed pocket on them that's supposed to provide some extra uh, speed and distance for everyone. A really nice looking set of clubs, and uh, just by writing a review on Golf Mix, you could win a set of those. What we're going to do is all the people that write reviews between now and the 23rd will go into a drawing, and then those, and then the people that win in the drawing will be assigned a number corresponding to the number shot that Aaron hits on 16 that day. And so if you get number 20, for instance, and his 20th shot is the closest to the pin that he hits that day, you're going to win a set of rocket blades iron. So pretty easy way, first of all, for you to get involved with golf mix and tell somebody about one of your favorite courses around town. And maybe more importantly for yourself, get a chance to win a, win a set of new clubs to get the, get the year started out with. Uh, a really a really great setup we have here with TaylorMade and uh, something that everybody, I think, should uh, take a shot at. Take a few minutes, talk about a course, and uh, who knows? It might it might be your lucky day. Well, I think yeah, we're, hoping, we're, we're hoping this becomes a tradition, Pete. You know, it's, it's something that's, uh, first of all, uh, an unforgettable experience to have a chance to play a golf course that the pros are playing the following week, but then to do it, you know, with the the environment that you get at DPC Scottsdale and have a player from the tour who's going to be in the field uh, playing alongside is great. But then the online contest, too, uh, I want to add on that, that because, you know, with this day and age, we can keep people updated. You know, Pete's going to be out there. We're going to do a show out there, but we're also planning on doing updates online, both on golfmix.com, on our Twitter, uh, at golfmix, and on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com uh, backslash golfmix. So we're going to be keeping everybody updated. We're also looking into possibly live streaming the event. So everybody who plays will be able to go back and see uh, their interaction on the 16th hole and their shot as good as we can frame it. Uh, you got to consider we're not CBS uh, Sports doing golf coverage. Uh, it'll likely be a little bit less uh, quality than the normal HD TV we're all watching golf on these days. But uh, I think it'll be a neat experience for us uh, to keep everybody who's uh, playing online uh, involved with it in the day as well. Uh, and uh, we're going to have numerous winners uh, other than just the grand prize. We're going to have lots of tickets to the Phoenix Open to give away, which obviously will be the following week. So we're really fired up for this event and, uh, you know, getting 2013 kicked off the right way. Well, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing these rocket ship irons uh, from Taylor from because Lord, Lord knows I could use a little bit of rocket power myself when I'm trying to swing the golf clubs. And you say greater speed and more distance. That it sounds like that's something I should sign up for. So uh, the innovations in golf are certainly keep coming, don't they? Well, we, you know, we certainly know Pete how. Like you say, every, everybody creates more distance in the thing. That's what's made the large uh, drivers so popular. Uh, that's what keeps a lot of people, you know, coming back to the game year after year. As the technology has improved and it allows us to maybe play the game a little better and a little a, a little longer at a, at a at a better level. So, uh, if the iron's going in that distance, that's a little bit of a different, mar- mar- you know, marketing approach. I think with Taylor Made, and I think it's you know maybe an area where people. People tend to focus on how far they're hitting their drivers, not well, how well or how far they're hitting their irons. But uh, it's an important part of your game, and if you get a good set of good set of irons in your bag that can uh, help put a couple more shots on the green, that's a good thing. Well, I know yeah. uh, my my uh, my 
daughter and, and son-in-law both have had, uh, unfortunately not tailor-made, but nonetheless they've had a major, major manufacturer that custom fits irons. And when they lived in San Diego, they went out there and, and had them done, had them done, and uh, the, the improvement uh, in their games just by the fact that they didn't have to worry about how they were swinging because the, the clubs were going to react to their swing because it was based on their swing. Uh, it it did make a, it did make a difference. And uh, my daughter in the family is the only person after my dad playing golf for many years, myself playing golf for many years. She's the only one with a hole in one. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. does she hold that over your head? Um, every now and then, when we talk about golf, she says, "Ah, by the way, Dad." <laughs> and I. And I <laughs> But yeah, she was the only one, and she did. And she did it at an outing for her husband's law firm. <laughs> it was perfect. Nice. <laughs> it nice. Was just perfect. Uh, you know what? It, it, I'm glad you bring it up because I'm a little uh, confused on my take here. And, and Kirk has a, a daughter as well, uh, and and I've got two little ones, and and the oldest one at it, six has a much prettier swing than her dad. That's for sure. Uh, but you know, my take is. When I first started the game, you know, it was so hard, so hard. And, and I was using my dad's clubs from the 60s, and, you know, they were McGregor's that uh, I think he got at a garage sale or something when he was a kid. Uh, and, you know, it, it it was very difficult. But then I got my first set of, of kind of junior clubs when I was a, a sophomore in high school, and, and I got these Dunlop Black Maxes, you know, and, and by no means were they, you know, uh, the top-of-the-line selection, but they were kind of the, the next step because my parents were, they, okay, he seems like he's serious, he wants to play this game, he's on the team, let's let him not play with hand-me-downs. And so, you know, I got that first set, and I noticed a, a difference for sure. Uh, it just seemed like my misses all of a sudden were were not quite as bad as they used to be. Uh, and that, to me, is, is is a huge part of game improvement. I think you guys would, would agree with that one. Uh, and then finally, you know, I, I moved up to to the next step, and I, I got myself some Titleist DCI irons, uh, the Blacks, uh, as a senior, and I made a huge jump up. Uh, I mean, I could tell the difference between those. Like, uh, I, I would have never imagined how much of a difference there was. Uh, now, and, and we're talking, this was back in the early 90s. So now, you know, with, with, the, with the advances clubs have made, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, how am I going to get my daughter started? Well, I'm going to be giving her these clubs that are so technologically advanced just to start with. Is she ever going to have the feel for being able to make such a big step and, and get that big confidence boost of holding a, a new piece of uh, equipment in your hand that's going to make that much of a difference? And I, I don't know. I, in some respects, I am glad I got her a hand-me-down set for her first set from a garage sale. It's kind of running in the family, I guess. But, uh, you know, I am excited to see what she can do when she gets fitted for a, a full set of clubs. That, that's going to be – I think it'll it'll be make a dramatic difference because I really do think equipment – does factor in that much? What do you think, Kurt? Well, I, I, you know, I absolutely agree, John. And I can, uh, like you did, I can kind of reflect back to when I was a, a kid and first starting to play the game with with my dad. And uh, kind of like, like you did, I got the hand-me-down clubs as he went through a set of clubs or changes. I I, I got those, and crap, I can remember having a set of clubs with with aluminum shafts. I mean, that that takes you back a little bit, but that's what they oh, yeah. were, and they were. And it was and it was honestly like swinging a piece of spaghetti in your hands. I mean, there was so much flex in those things, and 
uh, you know, who knows whether they were or weren't were were not right for me. But like you say, you just took whatever your dad had for you, and that that's what you started playing with. But if you could get started at an early age with a, a a piece of equipment that's good for you and right for you and right right for your swing, uh, it it sure helps out. I can I mean, I'll share a little experience I went through with my daughter when I was first ex, ex, uh, exposing her to the game. And so we went out and, you know, you try to hit a couple of balls and you go play miniature golf. You, you, you know how that is. And oh, yeah. she's, doing everything, she's doing everything from the right side. It looks right, and she, but she's not having any success, you know. And so I looked at her for a moment and I said, why don't you do this? Turn around. And honestly, goodness, she does everything in her life right-handed, and she's a left-handed golfer. And she has, and like you say, she has a, for as little as she plays, she has a better swing than I do. And if, if she's one of those people that if she spent a little time, I think, working with the game, she really would enjoy it. So it's important early to get a piece of equipment in your hands that's right for you. And then, like you say, as you go on and then you start to play the game more and become adults, I've gone through several sets of irons over the last few years. Each one has been better than the than the one before that. And it makes a huge difference, and especially now when you can get fit. They can check the live, the loft, where where is the club hitting the ground? Are you, are you hitting it more up towards the toe, more in towards the heel? There's so many factors that go into it that they can check and correct in a hurry, and you can get a piece of equipment in your hands that really helps, and that's part of what makes this, has made this game so good for so many people for so many years. I mean, I play the game better now than I did 30 years ago, and I know my golf swing isn't isn't as good or anywhere you know anywhere better than it was then. But what's the difference? It's technology. It's the equipment. It's the clubs and the balls that we're using now that are you know light years from where we were 30 years ago. Talk about old golf clubs. I can remember the first set of clubs that I played with that were the first uh, adult set of clubs <clears throat> was a pair a set of Sam Snead Blue Ridge. Uh, and you would hit the ball, and no matter how you hit it, I swear, as soon as, as as well as we're having this conversation, you would physically feel and hear it go clang. I mean, it was like taking it and hitting a spike on a railroad tie or something like that with a big hammer. Uh, it was just it's clang, and it rattled up your arms and into your shoulders, and you go, my, I'm supposed to be enjoying this? But then finally, I eventually, I, I eventually graduated to a set of what at the time were, and uh, still are, I know they're out there, ping knockoffs, cavity back clubs. And I said, wow, this is, this is golf. It's all of a sudden different. But it, it's amazing when the transition from the old, the old blade, the old blade type club to the, to the cavity back and now with all these, uh, these hollow backs and uh, partial hollow backs and whatever that uh, are graduated size hollow backs that, that do all kinds of different things uh, based on the length of the club and the lie of the club and so on and so forth. It puts so makes it so much easier because I remember hitting golf balls now where I said, you know, wasn't that many years ago that golf ball was gone. I would never have found it. But, I mean, I mishit it and it's still relatively close to the short green grass. Uh, it's it's not off into the Thule somewhere where you got to go on safari to find it, and uh, and it's it's really it's not that my game's changed that much. My swing is still the ugliest swing it's ever been. Uh, it's it's what's in my hands, and it's amazing. Yeah, it it definitely makes a difference. And you know, I know we we kind of reverted back to talking about picking the game up, but for people who played the game forever, I, I mean, I think one of the things I 
uh, am guilty of is I'm I'm loyal to my equipment. Uh, so when I find something I'm happy with, I usually stay with it, and I probably don't, uh, you know, go out and make it easier on me by getting the newest and, and latest equipment. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll change that now that we're striking up this nice deal with uh, TaylorMade. Maybe I can uh, finagle some new stuff uh, at some point in the near future and see how it works uh, for the game on the course. Uh, but uh, we're, I'm looking forward to, to getting it going, and, and obviously to next week, too. I hate to cut uh, this morning short, but uh, I got uh, another obligation. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the conversation without me, and uh, you'll you're certainly get more of a chance to talk. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> John, thanks. I, I know you're going to be uh, on the radio this afternoon, terrestrial radio, and, and good luck to you. I enjoyed listening to you yesterday and uh, with, your, with your marathon day yesterday. It's amazing you have any voice at all left today. Yeah, it, it's uh, I guess the one thing that uh, that I have that, that you know doesn't run out, uh, which is well, there's a couple things. The BS is definitely a strong one, uh, and then the uh, the voice, uh, the vocal cords. Got to keep those uh, healthy somehow. I maybe have to drink some tea today, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it going. Thanks again, uh, Pete and Kirk. I look forward to seeing you later. We'll talk to right, you later. Sounds good, Jeff. Take care, John. Well, he's uh, he's off to another. Another marathon day there, Kirk. Of uh, well, maybe not quite marathon today. Yeah, a little. He has a little, little lighter schedule today, but uh, what light, lighter in his world would be very heavy for a lot of people. So, oh. uh, John is, John is the uh, you, you, you've heard of the, the term five tool player in baseball. Well, if there was such a thing applied to broadcasters, it, it would be him. He is his skills uh, transcend across radio, TV, at the stadium, on the course. He's uh, He's very able and capable in, a, in any venue, and uh, always a pleasure to listen to wherever he's at. Well, let's get back a little bit to some of the things that Golf Mix is doing, and in particular, I want to talk a little bit more about this thing on the 23rd that uh, really sounds exciting. Uh, as I as we mentioned, that we're going to be out there broadcasting. Um, uh, the indications are we're going to be starting around 11, between 11 and 12 o'clock, maybe as late as 12. And uh, we're going to be on air, maybe talking to some of the players, Aaron, some of the sponsors, and so on and so forth, uh, and, and describing some of the shots and where they land, and just having a good having a good time with it. Uh, just more or less, not unlike what you and I did out there at the at the uh, the Fiesta Bowl hole in one, uh, and it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun, and I look forward to this being a lot of fun too, sitting out there. Hopefully, hopefully we get a nice day. Well, that's number one, Pete. That's for sure. Uh, we we want a day something like today, maybe even a little warmer would be would be really nice. Uh, the last last couple of days, you know, there's that word frost delay that creeps into the vocabulary out here at this time of year, and uh, we we could do without one of those on the 23rd. That's for sure. But let's hope for a let's hope for a gorgeous Arizona day, just like just like this one. I, I think you're right, Pete. I think it's going to be just a we're, we're going to make it just as fun as possible, and a lot of people may even be surprised when they walk up to 16 and they have a little bit of idea what's going on. But maybe they, you know, coming in, they're coming in from out of town. They've already made their plans, or they're making their plans, and they just happen to be here this week, and that's where they decide to play. And then all of a sudden, uh, we're going to have a neat event set up for them on 16. So I think it's, uh, I, I think it's something really unique in terms of a chance to play. What has to be, you know, one of the most famous holes in golf, and certainly, you know, perhaps the most unique setting for a par three ever in golf, and it'll be, you know, it'll be, uh, it'll be ready to go, just like the pros see it, 
And there you are standing on the tee with uh, Aaron Overholzer, who's going to tee it up in the real deal the week following, and take a shot at take a shot at it. It'll be uh, be, be an awful fun thing for everybody who's there. That's for sure. We're looking forward to looking forward to you being there and uh, describing the festivities. Well, it's going to be interesting if we have an opportunity to put a microphone in somebody's face and uh, <laughs> see how they react. I can just see him now walking through the stands, and there's somebody standing there with a microphone. Come on over here and talk to me. <laughs> well, Pete, you think you've been around enough to know that you get all kinds of reactions when you stick a microphone in somebody's face. Sometimes sometimes the freeze factor kicks in, sometimes lockjaw kicks in, and sometimes you can't take the microphone away from them, right? No, so I, I imagine you. I imagine you'll get a little bit of all of those. As long as we don't have anybody starting to swing swan, sing Swanee or something like that, I think we'll probably be okay. <laughs> maybe, we could try their, maybe they could try a rendition of Straight Down the Middle and see how they do with that. See well, they, they you can... know, that's what we should do. Maybe what we should do is we should get the, uh, uh, we should get the karaoke music for Straight Down the Middle. That's <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Bing Derbengal will be turning over in his grave. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh wow, that would be that would be fun. All right. Well, uh, anything else we have that you want to mention today, John? Or I'm rather Kirk. I'm sorry. Uh, before we uh, before we say adios. Well, let me just mention again, this is, we, we are alluding to the Phoenix Open a little bit. We are at, at Golf Mix. We're going to have a booth at the at the Phoenix Open, and uh, uh, I don't want to jinx all of our plans for that right now, but uh, it's somewhere I think everybody uh, who's, who's a, a golfer in the Phoenix area should stop by while you're there and check out what we're doing and uh, see, what, see what's going on with Golf Mix during the actual time of the Open itself. Uh, and again, Take a moment, write a review, go online, tell somebody about your favorite course. I, I just think that's one of those things this year, Pete, when I think about 2013, what can what can we all do to make the game a little better and uh, help, help grow the game? Get people talking about it. Talk about what you see in one of your courses. I played, uh, I, I, for instance, I got to, uh, right after Christmas, I got to play over Ganey Ranch for the first time ever. And it was a great, it's a, it is a great course in, in great shape and uh, a, a traditional design with a lot of dog legs and wide open spaces. And uh, when you get a chance to see something like that, tell your tell your friends about it. It helps to pique their interest and it gives a couple of stories for everybody to tell about their day, uh, about their day and about their game as well. Well, it's it, talking about golf and the good times you have on a golf course and then good golf courses and great golf courses there are in Arizona. Sure beats the heck out of talking about all this politics crap that's going on. Oh. So, I mean, you know, let, let, let's all take a break this year. You know, uh, let, let the people in Washington fight about whatever they're going to do because I, I don't know that we can do much to control those, those guys anyhow, so let's just go play golf to hell with it. Well, you know, I, I agree with you, Pete. I mean, why why do we focus? Let's not focus on, you know, the people like that who tend to, let's face it, they tend to drag you down in life more than build you up. Let's do the things that make you feel good, you enjoy your enjoy your time with, enjoy some good friendships on the golf course, and uh, take some good stories away that you can relive for years and years and years afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a good place for us to kind of wrap it up today, a little short version of uh, 
uh, of straight down the middle, but uh, nonetheless, all good information, as always, we hope, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, getting together with you and John to discuss some future things that we're going to be doing with the radio show and how it's going to interact more with Golf Mix and so on and so forth, so I'm looking forward to that meeting next week as well, and uh, uh, in, in the interim, uh, uh, go ahead and hit them straight down the middle there, Kirk. All right, you, you too, Pete. And uh, when I see you next week, tell me about all those birdies you made in the meantime, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. All right, thanks again. Take care. All right, thank you. You've been listening to Straight Down the Middle on Arizona Boomer Radio. Arizona Boomer Radio is produced by the Boomer and the Babe Incorporated and can be heard Monday through Friday. You can sign up for their online magazine at boomerandthebabe.com. To reach the Boomer and the Babe, email host at boomerandthebabe.com or friend them 